Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. saw us take our chairs welcome to our new podcast this is tequila talks i am cassandra gina mel and i am here with sherryon gonzalez and from the house of strong mark strong hopefully we will be seeing a lot of him and we're here to drink tequila and talk about it hence the name tequila talks we're scientists here scientists yes. this is actual scientific tequila scientists processes happening so we wanted to start this podcast because all three of us, separately and together, are regularly at the bar or the club or a restaurant, and we are huge enthusiasts and advocates of tequila. The waiter comes over, asks you to order a drink, and everybody goes, really? Tequila? I'm not, I'm not doing shots. I don't know about this. Why tequila? What do you mean tequila? I don't drink tequila. I don't, I'm not a tequila person. And the three of us spend a lot of time convincing people that they should be tequila people. 1,000%. Yes. 1,000%. <laughs> so we decided to, as opposed to having to repeat all of the benefits of tequila and all of the education that we have found over the years of tequila, individually in loud, noisy bar settings, we thought that we would put it on a podcast, record it, and you can listen to it until it's ingrained in you, and you are, you too can be ordering tequila yes. at the bar and the rest. That is right. the bowl. I like it's zero carbs in there. <laughs> well, Let's go. starting with that, Sherryon Gonzalez, what are we drinking? What are we starting here? We are drinking Odigo, which is from Jalisco, Mexico. They are fifth generation tequila growers, and there's a saying in Mexico that basically goes something like this. The best tequila in Mexico cannot be bought because most people, small families in and around tequila, they tend to be, they tend to make their own tequilas. They grow their own agave. They have their own fermentation processes that go with it. And they just share it amongst their families and friends. And this company obviously went deep into Jalisco and were like, hey, what is this? They had a reposado. Today we're drinking the Blanco. It is a reserve. It is aged in wine barrels that they order from Napa. Are you saying this came out of someone's bathtub? Is this I'm like modern bathtub gin? <laughs> I mean, but people were happier back then. Less stressed. So this, I drink this with, sometimes it's straight, just on ice, with a little bit of salt, any type of tequila salt that you want, and with a little bit of orange. I see an orange slice here. Should we be We should that? be orange slicing. Okay. All right. Orange slicing. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And before or after, whatever makes you happy. Oh, shit. This is a five-second rule because tequila kills germs. Yeah. As is, we know. It is an antibiotic. <laughs> Here we go. Let's okay. see. First one down the hatch. So we bite the orange first. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, as I'm sure most of you guys are aware most people think that you drink tequila with a lime well, right yeah. and we're talking about this basically this preconceived notion that was birthed in what maybe like the 70s off of jose cuervo and yeah 
No shade to Jose Cuervo, but... No shade to Jose Cuervo, but, but for a long time, that was the only tequila. Literally. And, and then, what was probably Patron that came on the market. Yeah. Patron exploded, the, I feel like, the, the tequila market The luxury party. tequila mm-hmm. market. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a good catalyst for that, I think. Yes. And I have learned through all of my tequila endeavors that an orange is absolutely better and the citrus in it is better designed to bring out the flavors in the tequila exactly this is a mineral the minerals in this because they use a specific water for this specific tequila that comes down a stream and has like comes over volcanic rocks in this specific part of Jalisco the minerals in it they they prefer they don't want to tell you how to drink your tequila they prefer (laughs) if you did any citrus but avoid the lime avoid lime yeah and they said orange grapefruit I mean pick one Pomelo, whatever. Or no fruit. Or no fruit. <laughs> well, I mean, you say no. no fruit, but Mark, I'm pretty sure that you almost always have your tequila with watermelon. <laughs> yes, I do. Because <laughs> it's hydrating and also low in sugar, both my fruit and my tequila. Yeah. Mark from the House of Strong here is a body architect, not just an elite personal trainer, but a body architect, yes. a nutrition advocate, an enthusiast. And just sort of uh, all around lifestyle brand, I would say, from my exposure. <laughs> my, so we, we take his word when it comes to tequila. Yeah, yeah, and one of the top Pilates instructors in LA oh, for sure. You. For sure. I mean, maybe next time we'll make him take a shirt off and give us all like a little taste of that body architecture. Really make it happy hour with the tequila right. and the shirtless Mark Strong. Totally. So we're going to get into Mark's choice of tequila next. Um, Mm -hmm. And just to kind of, I think we wanted to start with the Cadigo to say, hey, here's a high quality tequila that is easily drinkable. Yes. And that is one of the things that if you know how to properly drink tequila, and we're going to have a a bunch of brands on the show to really go over what makes their tequila special. but. Today it's the three of us, and we're wanting to share what makes tequila special for us with you. Yes. So yeah. uh, the co- I think the Codigo is that for Sherry. Yes. Why is that? Because what? I feel like my girlfriend brought it over to me, and she was like, let's just sip some tequila. I mean, we're all into working out, being healthy, no hangovers. We are all about what makes you wake up. I'm a mom, so I wake up in the morning to school, drop off, pick up, all the things. So she brought it over, and I was like, this is kind of nice. I had never heard of it smooth and she's from she's not from Jalisco but she's from Mexico and she's like this and then she told me the whole story and then of course I was like I googled it because people on tequila tend to talk you know and you make up stories a little bit get a little fun you're like I don't know if I can believe everything you're saying but I'm buying it but like tomorrow I might google it no offense so and it's just smooth and it doesn't isn't it lovely like with the orange slice just kind of brightens it and up a bit. And with the salt too. Yeah, a little bit of salt. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of salt, people. Mm-hmm. We need sodium in our diets. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also just on the nutrition standpoint, is a bit of an antiquated point of view that salt yeah. is the enemy. But salt technically isn't the enemy. Like it's some, not. it's great to have salt. It's in a the great body. electrolytes. So if you're putting especially electrolytes before in. workouts too, you need some salt in your body. Yeah. So for sure. Mm-hmm. So my tequila. Mm-hmm. So I love Costa Gironas number one because I'm a tequila snob. And a fancy bitch, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very selective. There's nothing wrong with that. Casa Dragones is fancy. We're I love talking- it because one of the notes is very peppery. So I'm a big fan of turmeric and black pepper. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to mix it with like a turmeric cocktail. So you can do like a turmeric lemonade Ooh. with the peppery tequila. So it just complements my... 
other drink choices yeah. and I can be a little flexible with Wait, it. Tell me more about the turmeric. I, you haven't given me a turmeric. <laughs> oh no, the, my turmeric margarita is to die for. So you do a little bit of black pepper, you mm -hmm. do fresh turmeric juice, ginger juice, and lemons. And why the black pepper? Why the black pepper? Because it helps activate the curcumin, which is in turmeric. So then it's like an anti-inflammatory cocktail. So it's like, yes, I'm having fun, but I'm also being very smart and taking care of myself in the process. Okay, so as you're pouring this, we're talking about some of the health benefits of tequila and people are probably listening going, alcohol, health benefits, those two things do not go hand in hand, but tequila is a bit of a unicorn. Yes. Tequila has all types of scientific studies that can show that it has, or that do show that it is heavy in probiotics mm -hmm. and it is low in calories. There's not a ton of added sugar to it, assuming that you're working with a high quality tequila. Yeah. And overall, that's going to lead to fewer hangovers, few, uh, less inflammation, yep. healthier gut microbiome uh, while you are drinking tequila. Because a lot of times, if you were drinking a lot, which we've all been there, right? Yeah. We've all been there. This is, this is no, shame, no shame. <laughs> no shame. We've all had our issues. But, but you're, I mean, you can develop, you know, gut problems. You can develop bloating and inflammation. Yeah. You can, uh, that's why a lot of people that are drinking vodka all the time have acid reflux. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing that tequila, one of the things that tequila has working in its favor is this is proactively combating that. So not only does it not happen in the first place, but you're introducing more positive yeah. bacteria to your gut totally. in the process. So and yeah. Cheers to the Casa Dragonas, and then let's, let's cheers, cheers to, let's, to the black pepper. Black pepper. Yes. Let's hear some more about the, mm. the goodness of it. Ooh, that's nice. So, so this tequila is made in Tequila, Mexico, and it comes from their Volcano Springs. So that's why it's like more purified and it has a cleaner taste while you're sipping. So it's a great, sorry, it's a great mixed tequila, mixing tequila, and also you can drink it as meat. I taste a hint like an undertone of fruit and then an aftertaste of pepper. Yeah, the pepper. Yes, yeah, so they use pineapple. Ah, uh, that's oh, the pineapple. There I left it that is. one out. Yeah. So mm. I used to work in nightlife and we used to have the tequila rep come in all the time. And he is doing here, he was doing basically what we are doing right now. Show, sharing his enthusiasm for tequila and teaching people how to properly taste tequila. And right. he is way back then when I learned don't take it with a lime, take it with an orange. And we can try it right here. He yes. said that the best way to really breathe in the flavors is after you take a sip, you're gonna put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and almost exhale yes. with an ujjayi breath. Mm. And so for those of you who are not yogis out there, that is when the, you breathe from the back of your throat and it's kind of like an ocean wave. Yeah. And uh, your mouth is closed. It's kind of like what you probably heard your angry mom do when you were a kid when she was trying to bite her tongue. Is that just me? Yeah, no. As a child? No, no. That's okay. All of us. Our moms needed more tequila. Definitely. They all needed of us. more tequila. Well, see, they only really had cargo back then. Okay, let's try again. With right. the, let's try with the ujjayi okay, breath. Okay, here we go. And it also makes it go down smoother. Because yes. you focus on the taste and the aromatics and not like any type of sensation on the taste, but it's just the, yes. the, the, But I will say this, I learned that once the tequila hits your tongue, you inhale, and then once it goes down, you exhale, and that's when the notes like 
go through the time. It's okay. like different tequilas yeah. have different rules, which is what I've learned yeah. over the years. We were just in Mexico in uh, Ensenada, me and Cassandra, and we went to their house and we just wanted like a easy, he was like, no, do a shot with me, a guy at the party. And I was like, um, don't want to be rude. Okay. And he's like, no, 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 up, down. He was like, now pause, breathe out. Breathe in, hold like, it. But they're processes, right? Every and because I think people who care about things, like mm -hmm. you care about the body, yes. you don't do it because you have to, you do it because you love it. I think people when you love what you do in terms I think tequila enthusiasts, they're always like, Please drink my tequila like this. And I'm the first person to be like, Tell me what you want me to do. I yeah. agree. If you're gonna do something, you wanna do it right. I wanna do right? it right. I wanna do it right. Well, we are going to have one more tequila. We didn't even really get to touch a ton, but over the course of this podcast, we will pull up a bunch of fun studies because yes. yay science yes. about, you know, some of the agavins, which is the um, sort of the, the way that agave processes, yeah. how, um, you know, the, it can lower triglycerides in the blood. And mm -hmm. it is actually something that diabetics and celiacs can drink. We're going to have a lot of fun yeah. mixologists come on and talk about using different tequilas and different like Marcus say well Mark will probably be our first guest with this <laughs> lovely sounding turmeric and black pepper yes. uh, but we'll go over just uh, all of the individual benefits and you know some some that might be a bit far-fetched because yes. this might be a unicorn but let's be realistic right there's probably yeah. a lot of studies out there and some of them may or may not I mean <laughs> disclaimer this is science, and there for every science journal, there's an anti that science journal. We're going with the pro. Yeah, we're gonna, we're definitely we're going are. with the pro tequila journals. We don't have time. Plus, it's all. fun test, testing these theories. It is, oh, it is, it and is. I just want to say, like for autoimmune diseases, because I have people in my family with those. They are told by gastroenterologists who mm -hmm. have PhDs and doctors and all that stuff. They prefer if they stay a, away from brown drinks and vodka mm -hmm. and gin because yep. if it's first of all on the podcast we're talking about a hundred percent agave tequila yeah anything less is nonsense mm -hmm. yes this is a hundred percent so if you're doing a hundred percent agave tequila my family member was told that is the best way to avoid inflammation in your colon for colitis for crohn's for different types so he specifically drinks tequila just because he won't have a flare-up yeah and that's like Real, real science. So yeah. basically zero worries with 100% agave, and that's what I like about it. So on that note, we're going to get to my tequila, understanding that we yes. have a bunch more mm -hmm. health topics. We've got a full list of like all of the scientific sources, just so you guys know we're not making stuff up. <laughs> maybe maybe we some would never. We, we would, would never, never, but maybe after the third tasting. Well, so we're going to have all of this backed up, and we're just skimming the surface right now. But another fun thing about tequila talks we are going to talk about tequila, but we are also going to talk about what the heck is going on in the world. And we're going to keep it nice and light because nobody wants to drink tequila and talk politics. No. So for that, we've yes. got letting her in. Yes. <laughs> My good friend Whitney here. Whitney! And I, as, as she's coming in, we're going to talk a little bit about the tequila that I have chosen for us. Yes. The tequila that I have chosen for us is, um, hey Whitney, just, uh, just giving a little background Hi. here. The tequila that I have chosen, can I actually see the bottle? I'm going to show you. This is, yes. um, this is actually a mezcal. And believe it or, a lot, uh, or not, a lot of people don't know that mezcal is a type of tequila. Some of you do, and that's great. 
but I can't tell you the amount of times, I'm sure you guys have seen this too, where we've been at the bar and someone will say, oh, I want something, you know, maybe like tequila and fruity and refreshing, but you know, a little bit of a, like a, like a heaviness to it or, yeah. or, or, or they're describing some type of cocktail right. yeah. and the bartender or the server will say oh well we've got this great mezcal based cocktail do you like smoky and a lot of people go what's a mezcal or is mezcal more like a scotch because it does have scotch properties yep. to it so I love mezcal as much as I love tequila this particular bottle of mezcal is from a place called Acre and it is bottle number 42 of 72 of batch number six. So these are all hand bottles. And then I, the reason Fancy. I think this is important is because I think tequila should be an experience. And going to a Mezcaleria, this place called Acre in um, uh, in Cabo San Lucas, or I guess San Juan. Yeah. And when you yeah. see your hand, Wait, that's where we went, right? Back in her suitcase. So I actually smuggle it? gave her yeah. a bunch. No, it's a small bottle. Yeah. And you're yeah. allowed to bring you back bring 700. It. Another fun tequila fact here. You're allowed to bring 750 milliliters over the border through customs without having to claim and a file fact. it. A fact. And so I brought this mini bottle. It's 375. And I gave Whitney so much shit for bringing a checked bag to Mexico for two days. <laughs> and she's the and only one we what? And then guess In baggage claim, that's right. And I uh, wanted to bring this amazing bottle of tequila of mezcal back because it was life-changing. And I go, oh, but I have a carry-on. And oh, Whitney no. goes, how's my checked bag looking no, now? You're looking like a smart one. Everybody gave me so much crap for making them wait at baggage claim when we first got there. And then everybody wanted my suitcase at the end of the trip. Yep. So thank you, Whitney. Thank you for the tequila. Smart this is a overpacking. Cheers to you of Acre. Uh, Whitney. Cheers. Cheers. I should. I can't believe you still have that bottle. Mine's completely gone. I save it for special occasions like this one. Like the first ever tequila toss. Wow, that is great. It's great, Delicious. right? And the salt that I have is also from Acre or from... from uh, Do you want us to put salt in there? You know, just a little hint. Just a little pinch. And what I like about this particular mezcal, some mezcals can really pack a punch and yeah. hit you in the face. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like that's smoky. what you want. Well, yeah. sometimes, yeah. depending on depending what you're going on for. Depending on the cocktail, yeah. And depending on what kind of night you want to have too, right? But if mixed properly, and again, we will get into this in future episodes, yeah. we're going to yeah. look at how mixologists work with mezcals specifically and how they really either counteract that smokiness or mm. lean into it, depending on what you're mixing it with. So that's something to look forward to for that sure. While we have Whitney here, my Mexican mezcal drinking buddy, <laughs> Whitney, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, your website. I am an entertainment reporter. I'm the deputy editor of Radar Online. Um, I've worked for TMZ in the past. Um, I've interned with E. I had my own company for a while called Get It Wit, which, you know. Uh, but nice. yeah, so basically, yeah, Get It, get it Wit. <laughs> I like it. Um, but basically, yeah, so like I in the guru. I know everything that's pop culture, everything that's celebrity, everything that's happening right now in this minute. Love it. And that's one of the things about Tequila Talks is talking the pop culture. And Whitney was so kind to provide us a, with a short list of what is going on right now. And I have to say, I'm glad that you're here because I am awful at this. <laughs> I was Same. reading, I was reading I, the list. I'm up on 
everything except I'm not caught up on euphoria. That's my own. So Sherry is very on point with all this. Obviously Whitney is um, an entertainment pop culture connoisseur, knows everything about what's going on in the world. So it's going to be really interesting to kind of go (laughs) over some of these uh, things that are happening and some of these topics. And I think that Mark and I and you two are probably going to just be on (laughs) different pages. But you you guys might have to educate us some. Well, well, you know what? Aren't going to know. Well, and the other thing is, too, pop culture is such, uh, you know, I can spit out all these facts to you guys, but everybody's going to have an opinion on it, right? So, like, everybody's going to be able to chime in. Everybody's going to be able to, like, speak their mind and basically have a debate about what's going on. And so many things happen in this industry all day long. So it's like, you know, Kanye did one thing yesterday and now he's doing something else type thing. So it changes all the time. Well, and the interesting thing is, is I hear, for example, I was with you guys the other day and you were Mm -hmm. talking about the Real Housewives. I'm never, I'm unfamiliar. So I think that I said something and both of you guys said, what? No. And I think (laughs) looking at it from the outside in is probably going to offer up, just like you said, some different opinions. So in your opinion, Whitney, what is the biggest, I don't even want to say controversy because it could be something positive, yeah. but what is the biggest thing happening this week? Obviously, the Rams just won the Super Bowl and it was just huge everywhere. That's yes. LA, go Rams. Yes. Yay. So what is the biggest thing that you would say right now um, that is really, that people are talking about? Okay, so definitely everybody is talking about Kanye West, Pete Davidson, and Kim Kardashian right now. This weird love triangle that only Kanye is in, by the way, right? Like Kanye is speaking his mind. Kim does not want anything to do with it. She's trying to divorce this man, mind you. And he is just going on a tyrant and basically attacking her boyfriend all weekend long. He wouldn't stop. So, you know, it started off funny. People, you know, Kanye kind of every once in a while posting something. He leaked a song saying that a hundred goons were gonna come to SNL and SNL being Pete's place of work. Um, So that was, you know, a lot of people, he's a rapper, he is a musician. Artists do that, right? They put their personal life kind of into their song. So nobody really took it that seriously. He's a performance artist. I have to say that I saw him, and again, I'm not caught up on the drama as a whole, but I saw him at the Super Bowl, and I don't think you guys can correct me okay. if you saw this, mm-hmm. but I don't think that they aired it on TV. They, you know, when you go to these professional sporting events, yeah. they're cutting to all the celebrities, yeah. Yeah. and there's usually one segment during a game where they're like, "Here's our four celebrities at this game." Right, right, right. Obviously, at the Super Bowl, there were mm, probably a hundred exactly, was... and so they had to break oh, it up throughout oh, the entire. Yeah. They had to break it up throughout the entire game. And again, me being as naive with this stuff, <laughs> they cut to this guy sitting there in a full mask. ski mask oh, situation, yeah. and they took his name <sighs> off of the bottom. And I, I go, who is that? Who is that? And everybody seemed to know yep. it was Kanye except for me. And then I see this uh, tweet later that day or the next morning that's Judd Apatow. Yeah. And he's sitting uh, a, an, yes. a, an aisle or two away from him or yep. a row or two yep. away from him um, saying, I am sitting next to Kanye and his buddy, and Kanye is sitting here saying, mm-hmm. man, I shouldn't have committed to this mask. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah. Like, I, can't breathe. I need to take it off. I can't see, one, I can't see the Super Bowl. Like, you are at the biggest game 
in the history and you show up with a freaking sock on your face and little baby tiny little holes like you can't see anything i can't he ended up taking it off he did they, it was did hot he? it was hot yeah. it was very hot he took it off it was hot it, it was, was 87 degrees in los angeles on sunday yeah like that's just that's just stupid and like, he had his daughter sitting go, next to him which i'm always very like my heart any divorce or child custody thing as messy as Kanye has been, mm -hmm. I do feel like cross, crossing the line, bringing in your children publicly into okay. this, there's been things thrown around about mental health, drug mm -hmm, use, mm -hmm. all the things. But yesterday, Whitney, I don't know if you saw this, maybe you did, Jamel Hill, all, all these celebrities were saying to the media, stop glorifying this. He's attacking her. He's love bombing her. Abuse. Wait, yeah. so for those of us yes. who don't know what a love bomb is, can yeah, one of you guys explain that? Because Mark and I are in the dark over okay. here. What? Uh, so, like, I'll give Sherry this, like, love bomb platform because I know where you're going, but, like, I'll let you explain this love bomb. Okay, so love bombing is, let's say you got into an argument with your boyfriend, fiance, girlfriend, and husband or wife. And how they apologize to you is they do these gr gestures of grandeur, which are like out of this world. So Kanye put in front of her house on Valentine's Day a truck, like a pickup truck, filled with roses. And this is post-Super Bowl. Do you think he had it planned pre-Super Bowl? Absolutely. Or was it Absolutely. Yeah, he was, he was always yeah. going to do something. He was but all, there and was he, so much. He bought the house across the street from her in where their village where they live. And so he can park his car there and he parked it across the house, crushing her and had it there. And then he Instagrammed it. And he was like, I want my family back together. But it was like a grand gesture. And so love bombing is when someone does something bad, they do something really good. And then you fall for the good, but then the bad is repetitive. So it's like, gotcha bombing you with the love and then bombing you with the disrespect okay but i'm a little confused because you're saying that he's parking this truck saying that he wants her back but isn't he in a relationship with someone else yes yes but so this is the other thing right? so yes you are totally correct so they broke up over the weekend before super bowl it was revealed that they broke up she deleted all of his pictures off instagram like they're done right they've only been together for a month yeah. we all kind of figured it was publicity anyways but over the weekend, like Kanye really took it too far um, when he started basically like threatening Pete. He would not, he was ruthlessly attacking this man on Instagram. He was posting so many pictures of Pete, basically calling him a dickhead, instructing his fans that if you see this man, run up to him, scream at the top of your lungs, shout Kim Ye. Yeah. Right? Like d basically just like, this guy is ruining my family. He's keeping me from my children. You know, all of this un unbelievable stuff. Okay, so forgive me if I'm out of the loop on this one too, but does Kanye still have that type of following where oh he's got his God, army yes, that yes. would come? Loyal fans. Okay, obviously everybody still yeah. knows who Kanye is, and oh, I love he, all of his old he's music. He's very relevant, highly relevant. Well, I'm not, I'm not arguing whether he's relevant because I think everybody yeah. knows who Kanye West is. Yeah. I guess what my question is, is there are different types of fans and some people are fan army. You know, you look at some of he the younger pop stars. He has okay. an army, okay. army, but yeah. lots of his fans love his art more than anything. Yeah. Actually, yeah. him himself. He is a They just love what he produced. Yes. In my opinion. Yes. IMO. Yes. yes. <laughs> 
and I mean, like, that's the thing. Kanye has so many fans, and people are wild these days. You don't know what somebody's actually going to do, how far they're going to take stuff, right? right? Which is Kim's whole point. She reached out to Kanye through text message, and mind you, they have not been talking. She texts Kanye and is basically like, you are creating a very dangerous environment. Somebody is going to hurt Pete, and it's going to be your fault. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know... He told his fans to back off, but in doing so, he decided it was a good idea to take screenshots of him and Kim's private messages to each other, post those to Instagram. You're a strange wife that you are trying to get back who is desperately trying to divorce you, okay? But to, then to he me, that's a sign of mental illness. No, not... I, I, think, I think the work, Kanye has never, this is my thing with the mental illness tag. Well, and I only bring it up yeah. because I've heard this floating around it and, and, and bird's eye view not being as familiar with the, the details of the right. situation. I'm only bringing it into conversation because lots of people are talking totally. about it. Totally. And Kim has said through statements before, Wendy, correct me if I'm wrong, but she has not came out and said he has mental illness. He's referenced bipolar and that in different arenas, but he's never really, it hasn't been stamped is what I'm saying. And people give him, I feel like sometimes it gives him license people i feel like sometimes a mental illness tag which is a very serious situation kind of gives an artist of his stature either he's going to be pro mental illness say hey guys i have this Mm -hmm. and be pro and help people or it's just like this gray area but does he doesn't he or is he acting just is this publicity like the football thing is that just publicity is julia fox just publicity or are you in love okay i think it's all publicity kim has touched on I believe she did use the word bipolar before. She has touched on how difficult it is being with somebody who does struggle Mm -hmm. uh, mentally. And I think it's important to take into account that, but also like when is it stepping over major boundaries and when is it making it unsafe for you, your partner, your children? children. Like there is something like he's a grown man. He kind of knows he should know what's right and wrong. And the fact that like, he's posting these private messages of Kim pleading for him to leave her boyfriend alone. Like she's does not appreciate that. And he's continuously posting stuff and harassing her and harassing Pete. And so after this weekend, people were kind of done with Kanye. It turned from- Well, also the internet is forever, right? It is. Oh yeah. And like, so people took it as entertainment at first and then they were like whoa dude like you are really crossing some serious lines and people are basically saying like Kanye is harassing Kim take this out of like the celebrity world if your ex-boyfriend was posting all of these messages about your new boyfriend private messages between you two like that is a level of harassment there is some that's you know what I mean like just because she's a celebrity it doesn't make it okay just because she tapes her life for the world to see this is this is a private moment I think that's the gray area with Kim I have a lot of friends who have some friends who are just like she bet she started her career begging yeah for there were attention. no private moments she yeah. started her career was launched with something <laughs> quite intimate quite <laughs> intimate and she then got a show off of that intimate video and then her family got a show and they have brands they're highly successful businesswomen, which i respect mm-hmm. but then it's like you know you take like an artist like david bowie who did a lot of art had a wife and a kid but didn't parade around sure. town so then you then then you like where I have friends who say 
well, where is the line? Because when you're making money and you're selling us your your reality, right, which is you know real or not real, but then now that we have a piece of hold of which real reality, now you want to say be be careful for my kids. Or how much or, right to privacy do you have? Because it seems like before you didn't care about privacy, you threw exactly. your privacy out the window. Yeah, so I have a question. So if they want privacy or you complain about your text messages and you don't want children involved, why would you publicly state you have a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend? Right. Like you guys are parents, so it's yeah. like if you don't want kids involved, they obviously have access to the internet yeah. so it's like what did you yeah. think him i know i know and i'm yeah. like yeah 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 and i mean they're they are celebrities like they're gonna get photographed kim kardashian's gonna get photographed going into a grocery store right mm -hmm. but the thing is is like when especially with like covid and the pandemic like they've been dating for several months like they could just stay in if they want if they don't want to get photographed they don't need to go to nobu they don't need to go to carbone yeah. they don't need to go to all the hoity-toity mm -hmm. fancy ass places where they know the paparazzi are going to be there's a lovely marmalade cafe in calabasas that is quite low-key <laughs> or do they call so, the paparazzi <laughs> <laughs> that's true they might yeah. uh, okay so you know Talking Super Bowl, talking all the celebrities were there. I mean, certainly the whole gray line privacy that is food for thought or tequila yes. for thought. Let's do so. We'll, we'll have some more of that Dragonas. Oh, um, yes. But I, on that note, Super Bowl, I was complete. I was at the Super Bowl and I was completely unaware that J Lo was dancing on Ben Affleck. The, they was showed she, it on TV. Because I heard she doesn't drink. So was she? Be, was this a bit of performance exhibitionism? Was this a I love my man? Was this a I don't it normally was, drink, but I drank on the Super Bowl? Where do J -Lo's we think this not, is? J-Lo drinks. She's not a drinker. And I think that thing has followed her. And I think even she said herself, she drinks. She's not a drinker. And I think that's fair. my husband's that way. He drinks. My husband drinks. He's not a drinker. Sure. So are we drinkers? We're drinkers. <laughs> we're drinkers. Yeah, we're drinkers. We're all drinkers. drinkers. Selective drinkers. And I love it. Yeah. So what, I mean, what, where, how did, why did this JLo thing catch attention? So, okay, the thing that caught attention, well, one, okay, that one of the best Super Bowl half times of like, all time 100% I'm partial the, I'm from LA. Well, we're also all, I think, millennial babies. Yes. And yeah. we're very familiar. Exactly. I don't care like where you were, if you were at the Super Bowl, if you were sitting your ass on your couch at home, if you are around our age, your ass was standing up, dancing, singing at the top of your lungs, right? Like it was a fantastic show. And like every celebrity that was there, J-Lo, you know, she couldn't help herself. And she's a performer, man, Hello. you know, she, she's got the moves. So yes, her and Ben Affleck showed up to the Super Bowl together. They were in a VIP, like um, just one of the VIP areas with a bunch of other people and they did a close-up of j-lo and she's like dancing on ben affleck and people love benefer 2.0 right like they love that they're back together they love to see it well it's funny because a lot of people didn't know during the super bowl because i didn't i watched the whole thing i didn't see them do a close-up of alex rodriguez but he was also there keep in mind a-rod and j-lo were engaged last year you guys she just broke it off last oh. year and right away began dating Ben Affleck all over again, right? Yeah. And so A-Rod's just like feet, yards away from them at a different VIP area. But the fact that like they were all there under one, one roof, if you will, um, being the first event that they're all at together after this like huge public breakup, 
plus like she threw the relationship with Ben Affleck in his face like fast or rewind to 20 years ago she was engaged to Ben Affleck I don't know if everybody remembers this but they broke up days before their wedding I she was scheduled to walk down the aisle the type of wedding yes. and the white dress and being married in the Catholic Church except for I think it was JLo's like third or fourth marriage um, she, yeah. she yeah she had Ohani Noah Chris Judd Mark Anthony yes Okay. Yeah. And because oh, wow. Affleck was like 2000, I want to say they were supposed to get married in 02 or 03, somewhere around there, even maybe 04. But, anyways, yeah, so they ended up not actually getting married and they pulled the plug on their wedding plans days before, which was like a huge blow up in the media. I mean, I wasn't in it then because I was younger, but uh, yeah, I mean, too like, too young to drink tequila. Too young <laughs> to drink tequila, but, uh, on my way, if you will. <laughs> okay, uh, so, um, we, I mean, you, you're talking about a bunch of other, uh, you, or you sent us this awesome list about what's going on in the world, and one of the yes. things on here is I am completely confused by this. Tell me about the Tinder swindler. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, I just saw it on Netflix. Not God. seen it, but. I just started watching it because my husband was just like, yo, you can make money. My husband has a saying where you can make money. There's a million ways to make money. And I'm like, that's not a legitimate way to make money. Give having women no. give you money. It, it seems a little bit no. to me like, do you guys remember back in the early days of email, there was, you know, somebody would send you an email and and it was like this catfishing and that you'd eventually send them your bank account yeah. information, you'd send them money, whether it was, you know, the the Prince of Dubai, Dubai. Or, or whatever, or it was somebody who, you know, would claim to be a widow or in a, in a tough situation yeah. and then say, oh, man, I would come visit you if I only had $50,000 to buy a plane ticket. <laughs> and we all know that plane tickets don't cost that much. I think people are still doing that to, like, grandmas and stuff. It's very sad. But, yeah, this man nicknamed the Tinder swindler because he would find these women on Tinder, okay, strike up a conversation, they would meet up, he claimed that he was the son of a di the Diamond King, whoever the hell that is. But there is a Diamond King out there. there. there and is. he claims... You know, about yes. you know about this? Diamond King, yes. What are they Diamond, diamond King. He's the king. Oh. No, but he is the king of diamond. every diamond dealer in the world. Like, oh. he is, like, you can't, he's, like, so freaking rich, diamond you can't even imagine. That seems like okay. a tough identity to fake. No? Apparently not. not. If you are a Photoshop pro... Oh. He was like photoshopping his picture to like these pictures. And then even if you Google, somehow he got his name like attached to this billionaire. Like it's so freaking weird how he did it. It's like a craft. He like fine tuned his craft. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Catch yeah. Me If You Can, the Leonardo Yeah, Cameron. it's basically that, but on Tinder. It's basically Catch Me If You Can, but Tinder. Okay, so I think, Sherry, both you and I were never on Tinder or any no. of the dating apps. No. We've been with our partners a I while. I wasn't either, you guys. Yeah. Right. You, I mean, you've been with your husband for a while, too, which is why we have our resident single friend here. Yes, Mark. I live on Tinder. Okay, <laughs> so tell us, is it easy to scam people on Tinder it, with profiles and, like, backstories? Yeah, there's lots of photographing. Catfishing. Um, yeah, crafting, lots of cars, jewelry, homes, all that jazz. Oh, like in their profile. Yeah. Be honest, Mark, have you ever photoshopped your abs? I would never photoshop. <laughs> and actually people They're so ask good. me, I'm like, uh, Yeah, you no. don't need to. That's I don't even have those apps on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
unnecessary. So you're saying basically they have photos that show their lifestyle. So you're going to click their lifestyle if they live in the hills, in Hollywood Hills. or Yes, so they bait you basically. So he was baiting but required payment. So he was baiting, but what he was doing is he would be using all these flashy like cars um, to pick up the women for their dates. Uh, he would meet them at like the fanciest restaurants ever and order everything off the menu, basically wine and dine them. Buy Who them would pay all for it? He would. He, he was paying for it, but really, in reality, what they figured out is he was becoming in relationships with several women and they all thought they were exclusive. He went as far to claim that I don't want to ruin anything for you, Sherry. Okay, so no, no, the ending. We'll leave it at that. I think that the more interesting topic here that's leading us into the conversation is, you know, I guess my question is after talking all about this, do you think that it's okay to tweak your photos or your bio or embellish to get that first date? Because, you know, there's such a thing as being photogenic or not. And, you know, there's lots of people that maybe don't come across great on a photo, but then you meet them in person and they are super fun and their personality really shines through so what do you think whether it's photoshop or profile chatting is there any acceptable level of modifications or embellishments i don't think so because you would really believe it and then once you show up to the date it's just an uncomfortable space because it's now fraudulent mm -hmm. But and at what level is it fraudulent? Because what if you just sort like of like... Like they use pictures from 20 years ago. I will not say his name, but he did this. And I'm like, sweetie, those are not your pictures <laughs> Well, that, that comes off... But that's like a full-on lie. Yeah, and that's what it is. But what if you like whitened your teeth and maybe took some of the, you know, like a, like a puffiness no, away? No, it's just like, a... be yourself. Is there an Keep acceptable authentic. amount? No. So there's, for you, there's so... no acceptable amount. Sherry, if you were on a dating app right now, do you think that there would be, like, let's call it zero to 100%, 100% being like a completely different human being? Um, well, I think I have a very nice body, so I don't think I would do too much fine tuning think there. You do. Yeah, I know I do. That's because you train with House of Strong over there. Yes. <laughs> so I don't think it's my jam. I tend to lean on more the natural side of side of life. I didn't wear makeup till I was 20, 21. So it's tequila like tequila drinking age. Tequila drinking age. It doesn't age you. Brown lines, crow's feet, all the things. And I so I don't know if because I would be embarrassed if you didn't think I was a banger. If, when I met you in person, I would be embarrassed if you thought my photo, my avatar looked better than the real thing. You don't want so I actually, disappointed. I, yeah, and I actually think looking more whack mm -hmm. and then showing up looking cuter is a vibe. Yeah, but I think the biggest issue on Tinder dating apps is when people pretend they want to be in a long-term relationship when they just want to hook up, uh, which is the biggest fraud ever. Yeah, that's probably worse than Photoshopping. It's worse than Photoshopping. <laughs> But what is so it? It's like, a, it's like an emotional, right? yeah. emotional fraud. Emotional Ooh. fraud. Does it turn yeah. you like, are you immediately turned away if someone says, Hi, I'm only here to hook up? But I guess there's separate apps for that, right? There are separate apps, but like, if, if the shoe fits, it's like, Daddy, come over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get that. Also, it depends what kind of mood you're in. You know what I mean? Too. Because but, be... you're being honest. Yeah, it's like I'm being honest. You're like, not if being it works, it, it works. Mm -hmm. But, but like, if you're in the mood for like, if you want a serious thing, then you're kind of like, eh, thanks for being honest, but next. 
But if you're in the mood, then you're in the mood and you know what they want. So well, you don't right. waste your time, right? Do what makes you happy in the moment, honestly. Yeah. Like tequila. Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers to being happy yes. in the moment, guys. And Whitney Vasquez Cheers. from Raider Online. Thank you so much Our for joining us. You're welcome. One last thing, though. If you meet somebody on Tinder, do not give them $40,000 if they say that their enemies are coming after them and they desperately need your money to Noted. survive. Noted. Sage advice. Oh, no. Sage Listen advice. to Whitney, people. Listen to Whitney. Sage we'll advice. save that for my family, my little dog, Ginko. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Whitney. Thank you, um, Whitney. Guys, check Thanks, out Raider guys. online for all of the happenings and much more in-depth yes. and like all of the so cool stuff and all of the things that all we weren't able stuff. to cover. Yeah. Whitney, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank okay, you. So see you soon, baby. Bye. 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 So, guys, that is Tequila Talks. You're looking at it. This is going to be us having tequila, explaining to you in bits and pieces how you can start your own tequila journey and just some sort of fun tips on mixers, possible benefits, uh, and just kind of chatting about the world in general as we view it through the lens of a tequila sipper or maybe in some instances a tequila shot. We'll see. See where it takes us. 100%. Thank you guys for joining us. Tune in and subscribe if you want to see more. We promise that Sherry's phone will be off next time and you Rookie won't hear move. that ring. Rookie, Rookie move. move. It's the first episode. What it are is. we going to do? Cheers to you guys and drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. With the turmeric shot. <laughs> next time he's going to make his turmeric cocktail. Do you know what, cocktail. Do you know what they call a virgin turmeric margarita? Turmeric. Just turmeric. Fitness jokes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. <laughs> I'm like, just turmeric? It has to be just turmeric. I was like, <laughs> I was mind fucked. I was like, wait, that exists. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.